Hi everyone, welcome back to Bible Made Easy Podcast. I'm Brother George. Thanks for joining me again today. This is the sixth episode of a series about Bible prophecy, and particularly regarding the end times and the return of Jesus to earth to set up his eternal kingdom. So far, we've established that the ancient prophecies make it clear that we're living in the end times preceding the return of Christ. The many birth pang signs that Jesus gave have been increasing in frequency and intensity and the conditions are just about complete for the last major event before his return to materialize. That is, the rise and fall of the Antichrist. While I did say at the end of the last episode that this episode would be dedicated to covering the return of Christ, I must admit that I gave that a second thought and now I feel like I should elaborate a bit more on what we've already talked about before doing that. So I'll cover his return next time. After re-listening to my talk on when the Antichrist will appear, I realized that for non-believers, some new Christians, and even for some long-time believers, all this talk about the future we're headed towards prior to the second coming can prompt different reactions. From unbelief to being unsettled, and even feelings of fear and dread of what the Bible tells us is ahead. Let's talk about the various reactions and how we should deal with them. First of all, do you believe the prophecies? Some people will scoff and consider Christians who teach about the end time to be crackpot doomsday prophets. This is actually a fulfillment of 2 Peter 3, 3 3-4 which predicts that in the last days there would be such deniers. It says, Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. Some people, including some Christians, might not like the thought of Christ returning because they don't have their hearts right with God. Like the verse says, they're following their own sinful desires. So they just want to keep living as they are. And the thought of Christ returning brings to mind thoughts of having to face judgment. And a non-believer might look at failing humanity through rose-tinted glasses and believe that the human race will finally one day get it all together and create utopia on earth without God. So why would a coming of a saviour be necessary? There are also a lot of Christians who are attracted to warm and fuzzy Christianity that emphasises the love and mercy of God, his peace and comfort, and that's good, but they balk at and avoid anything in the Bible that tells us that Christians will have hard times or enter times of persecution. Many of them even wrongly believe that Jesus will return before the Great Tribulation days after the Antichrist breaks his peace covenant, in spite of it being crystal clear in the Bible that he comes immediately after the tribulation of those days, as Matthew 24, 29 and 30 says. And then you've got people, whether Christian or not, who just find facing the end time to be a fearful prospect and would rather just not think about it, study about it, or prepare for it. And in some ways that's understandable. First of all, 
I want to address the skeptical atheist. Don't fall into the trap of scoffing at these prophecies. Just as every other Bible prophecy regarding past events has been fulfilled, so will those regarding the future be fulfilled. Besides, humankind has never been able to accomplish the establishment of a completely unified brotherhood of man living in total equality, prosperity and tranquility since the beginning of time. No matter what system of government, ordering of society or moral systems we've tried, there has never been a perfect civilization in history. Although I would argue that modern Christian-based ones have come the closest. So as we abandon Christianity more and more, what makes you think that we're going to reverse the downward trend and come up with a utopia on earth in the future? The more intertwined the global community inevitably becomes, the more cooperation of unregenerated human hearts is required, and the tension is only going to get greater. There is simply no way that all the different cultures, religions, moral codes and political systems are going to magically meld together into one unified brotherhood of man in spite of the coming world government attempting to force the issue by unilaterally declaring one moral code, one leader to pledge allegiance to and the outlawing of all competing thought. It's going to backfire spectacularly and end in chaos. I don't see much hope for your vision for the future. You won't get what you desperately hope for without God. But according to the Bible, you will with Him. It might be a rough transition, but there will be such a happy ending. Thank God. I think we have to be realistic and accept that humankind is not evolving into a brighter future, but rather devolving into more and more chaos. I mean, just look around you. In spite of all the modern conveniences and technological advancements, are people happier and more united? I don't think so. There's more and more disunity, confusion, perversion and unhappiness by the day. And then add to that, that at some point, as prophesied, God is going to remove his restraining hand on evil, and when that happens, it's easy to imagine all hell breaking loose. The prophecies regarding the end time are actually God in his love and mercy giving us a heads up to the disaster humankind's collective sins are leading us to. He gives us the bad news, but then tells us that in spite of it all, he's going to send his son again to put a final stop to it all and rescue his children into his everlasting arms. He's not just leaving us to our devices blindly stumbling into a ditch. This is the beauty of the end-time prophecies of the Bible. By reading and believing them, you can be prepared for what's ahead, and you can look forward to the happy ending. In Luke 21, 25-26, Jesus said this about the days before his second coming. And there will be on earth distress of nations with perplexity, men's hearts failing them from fear, and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. Those who don't have faith in God, those who enter this period of troubles blindly, are going to be in distress, confused and in dread of what's happening all around them 
and in fear of the future. But it will be very different for those who do have faith, those who believe the prophecies, those who are obedient to God and have their hearts prepared. So, how about you? Is your heart ready for the difficult days ahead? We don't know how quickly things will progress to the appearance of the Antichrist and the eventual three and a half years of the Great Tribulation. It might be very soon, or it might take decades or more. There might be ebbs and flows of periods of calm and other periods of storms in between. What we do know is that things will get progressively worse and then the end will come. So, if you're not a Christian, receive Jesus into your heart today. Get connected to God and know that you can face whatever happens bravely and confident in His care for you. If you're already a Christian, stay strong in faith and in His Word, the Bible. In John 16.33, Jesus said, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And best of all, we've got the exhilarating, happy ending of his return to look forward to. And that is definitely what I'll talk about in the next episode. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. As usual, the scripture references and links to deeper study resource materials are in the show notes. If you haven't yet done so, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. God bless you all. Looking forward to you joining me again next time. Bye.